Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. Before we get started today, I want to say a big thank you to all of my listeners. We reached 2,000 downloads this week on iTunes, and I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you for being here, thank you for listening, and thank you for making an effort to live more intentionally because it makes the world a better place for all of us, but especially the little ones. And you know that I'm so passionate about trying to create an environment and culture in our world where kids can thrive. And so thanks for doing your part in that, and thanks for joining me as we spread the word. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about shifting some of our stories, moving them around. So get your U-Haul truck out and get ready to shake some things up in your brain. One of the ways we can conceptualize the way our brain works is by envisioning a road like a highway or freeway. And we can think about it as like life is like us moving along on that road. And frequently there are exits on the freeway that we can take mentally that don't always serve us. (laughs) And if, if at any point we take an exit, we actually lose our flow, right? If we go on some mental tangent and we're not being present in the moment that we're currently in, we lose connection with it, right? And so it's kind of like taking a detour or taking that exit and just missing the beauty of what's on the actual road. We were at the Pacific Coast Highway a couple of weeks ago, and I love driving up the California coast. And it was interesting because like at any point, if I turn my attention off, you know, I was liable to miss something. At one point, there were these just huge monster waves crashing. At another point, there were surfers. At another point, there were dolphins, just this whole little pot of dolphins swimming along the coast. And there were a couple of times my daughter was looking for a bathroom. And so I uh, was like veering my attention off to the side that was not the ocean to try to find a place that looked like it would have a public restroom open because not very many of the places had public restrooms open right now because of COVID. And so I was like, my attention was focused elsewhere and I was missing the scenery that was like the beautiful ocean to my left. And it's interesting because mentally we do that a lot and not always intentionally where we'll be going along and we have the present moment in front of us always. And there's always something beautiful that we can observe, be a part of, a way we can connect. Um, That's not to say it's always comfortable, but just the spontaneity, the ease and the contentment that can come with being present It's a lot like just driving down the PCH and seeing all these, you know, just the gorgeous ocean there. And so when we turn our attention from the present and make something else our focus or fight what's going on in the present, either by revisiting something from our past or projecting forward to the future, then that's when we lose that sense of ease and contentment. It's always right there in the present moment if we 
just access the present moment. But so frequently we don't. And so today we're going to talk about how the stories that we tell ourselves kind of pull us out of the present moment and almost act like an exit from like the flow of the present. So if the present is this highway, we're all just kind of moving along, right? And the present moment keeps shifting because time continues to flow. If we take um, like an avenue of self-deprecation and we go into this tangent about something that we didn't do right earlier in the day, a mistake that we made, a conversation that we didn't, you know, speak our mind as fully or as kindly as we may have wanted to yelling at our kids, you know, whatever, whatever tangential thought you're having, that's kind of like drawing you out of the present. It's kind of like taking that exit. So if you're on this avenue of self-deprecation or self-deprecation drive, you are off, right? You're off the highway. And then you start like going in these side streets, which like have to do with worth, um, and also often have to do with guilt. And (laughs) there are all these different pathways you can start to take once you take that one exit, right? And you can kind of get lost over there. You might even lose sight of the highway. You're so lost over here in these little side streets that come along with the avenue of self-deprecation or self-deprecation drive. And so an important thing to remember is just like on any freeway, there's always another on-ramp, right? You can always get back on the freeway. And a lot of times I encourage people to use the breath to do that. Um, Just tuning into the breath because your breath is always in the present moment. It can't get off the freeway. And so that's one way to find your way back onto the highway of life, right? And to back onto the highway of the present where you can really access that contentment, ease, and spontaneity that is just a part of the present moment. Another way we can um, draw ourselves out is by getting too focused on the exits up ahead. You know, like if you're trying to get somewhere... And you're like counting down the miles. You know, you see when we were headed to California, we were driving from Salt Lake City, right? So we're seeing the miles count down and it's like hundreds and hundreds of miles. And then it's fewer and fewer and fewer. And it's always um, such a temptation, right? To just focus in on how much of the journey is left instead of just being present in the part of the journey that we're on. And so we can do that mentally too when we're looking for something that is not the present, right? When we're fighting the moment that we're in, because some of those moments, they can be uncomfortable and they can be challenging to make it through. But when we're putting up a fight and kind of looking ahead for the exit that's miles and miles up the road, we're again missing out on the present. It's just like that same bathroom story I was (laughs) telling you at some point. We were like, I need, we need a rest area. We need something public because there's nothing, you know, none of these private establishments have an open bathroom. And so I was looking ahead on the road for something, you know, like where's the next rest area sign, just constantly keeping my eyes open. And it's not to say we should be oblivious to what's coming up because that's never ideal, right? And just as much as it's, we're, we're not saying to be completely, um, forgetful of the past. We just don't want to turn off and then start like spending all of our time there in either instance. So if we're so focused on the exits ahead of us and the the things we have coming up, a lot of times mentally what what that looks like is worry. So worry about things in the future. It could be financial worry. It could be relational worry. It could be worry about an event 
could be worry like about COVID, anything, you know, that's kind of far off in the future. Those kinds of things can pull us out of just that moment on the highway where we're at. And we miss the wind in our hair. We miss the sun shining. We miss the dolphins jumping and playing in the waves. Like we miss everything about that moment. If we are not, if if we're not careful and not kind of sifting through like which exits we're willing to take. And over time, what happens is you kind of realize that you take the same exits consistently. So we tend to exit the present moment through self-deprecation and guilt a ton of the time. So it's a really quick way for us to kind of stew in shame and settle in this, um, yeah, those avenues of discontentment. And so once we can be mindful of the exits that we take out of the present, we can become just aware and non-judgmental, right? It's not, we're not berating ourselves. We're not trying to speed by. We're not trying to do anything that is anything other than is just being present and continuing to drive. And the same goes for the the things that are in front of us. Like we're not, it's not that we're denying that they're coming or it's not that like there's not potential for some of those those exits to be a part of our, our world in the future. So in terms of worry, it's not saying like, everything is um, going to be perfect. There's not going to be any hurdles that I have. It's more the recognition that the present moment is where you build resilience, right? And the more you can be present, the more resilience you'll have for any future worries that, you know, you need to handle. The more present you are, the more resilience you'll have for any relationships that go south, that need support, that need a little bit of attention. And so, when we find ourselves trying to take an exit, either like counting counting down to one in the future or kind of wanting to take one that leads us backward in our thinking, it can be helpful again to just use the breath to focus in on the moment that we're at. We can focus on what is going on, how we feel. Often, like we've talked about multiple times on here, the bodily sensations using our five senses that can bring us back to the present. And it's important to remember, just like we are mindful when our children are in the car, that they're in the car with us figuratively in this way. If we're spinning off and taking a ton of different exits from the present, not only are we going to miss out on like them singing in the back seat or the things they notice along the highway of life, We're also going to miss the opportunity to kind of share that commitment to the present with them. If we don't commit to the present, it makes it challenging for them to know what that looks like. And if they see us kind of grapple with it and work through some of our tendencies and some of our stories that we tell ourselves, those exits that we take, then they're going to be much better prepared to be present in their own lives now and then in the future as adults. So we have to remember that the endeavor is not solely for ourselves. We didn't take that drive on the Pacific Coast Highway just so I could see the dolphins in the waves. But I wanted to be present in that with everyone in my car, right? Like we all wanted to be having an experience that was cohesive and connective at the same time together. And we only get that in the present. If I'm on my phone, if I'm looking at the exits, if I'm trying to find a gas station, I'm kind of missing out, right, on what's going on around me. I'm missing out on those opportunities for connection. And so as we 
just make that intentional effort to know those stories and non-judgmentally acknowledge there's an exit right there and I could take it and that's actually not where I want to go and stay on that highway of life and stay present and stay available for the beauty, the spontaneity, and the contentment that can come from just being. There's so much beauty in that. So your invitation this week is to try it, to notice the exits that you tend to take consistently, because we all have them, no judgment, we all have them. What exits are you consistently taking from the present? And then how can you remind yourself using the breath, using reminder, like post-it notes, How can you remind yourself to just settle in and enjoy the view from the present? I'd love to hear from you either in email or on Instagram, what that looks like for you. In the meantime, here's to enjoying the ride.